64 Tacos Podcast presents. Is this song good? This is episode 39. Hoodie and the Blowfish hold my hand. We're back with another episode of Is This Song Good? We're currently talking about songs that were really popular. Uh, and I uh, chose uh, Hooting the Blowfish, um, uh, Hold My Hand. That was a huge song when we were in high school. Um, and uh, it's one of those bands that I never like inspired me to actually go, you know, buy an album or become a fan. But. Um, despite the fact that these songs are on all the time, I, uh, I never really hated them either. They were just, they were just fine. Um, what did you guys, uh, what are your impressions of this song? So I, I remember holding my hand, um, when Hootie and the Bowfish came out, it was in that weird time, this kind of grunge just had taken over everything and destroyed, um, you know, the big hair band metal stuff and alternative rock was present as well. Um, and probably more in the forefront than it had been, but not, but things that weren't grunge weren't the, the big stuff. But then this, this Hootie and the Blowfish band came out and, you know, he's got this, this big voice. Um, I, I, you know, I like this. song. <laughs> I don't, I don't know why this song is on this, uh, on this theme that we're doing, but um, obviously you didn't particularly care for it, Dan, but I thought it was a lot of fun. It wasn't as good as the, um, uh, what's the other one from the same album that that got me to buy the album? Let, Let her, her cry. Let her cry. Yeah. Yes, Let her cry is uh, is the the definitive Hootie and the Blowfish song for me. It's really the only one I need. Um, but I like holding my hand. I think it's a it's a fun you know, pop alternative song. Um, yeah, I like it. I, I also like it and it did help me. Uh, it, it did convince me to buy the album, <laughs> uh, the, the compact disc, if you will. Um, you were still buying CDs or compact. Oh yeah. Yeah. No CDs. Yeah. I yeah. thought for some reason I was thinking cassette. Yeah. No. Maybe it's cause I just read your post about yeah. 10. Um, no, and, uh, yeah, it was the compact disc and, uh, and yeah, no, I liked it, but, but I do, I do think it's appropriate for this because there's, it's not, the, it's i mean it's an okay song it's just it's like why did it get so popular so fast and why was it so big and why did people love it and to the point of going to buy a cd for it um because i mean like like you said the uh, the songs were everywhere on the on the uh the radio and oh, yeah. you know you didn't you didn't mind that dan but for me it was i wanted to hear it so much more that i went and bought the cd oh. um i wanted to i wanted to get me some more hootie um but i i think you know maybe it has to do with the fact that it's it, you're like you're saying it's sort of the it's not the it's like the middle of the grunge era but it wasn't formulaic grunge Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, up to that point. So you had like the Nirvanas and the Pearl Jams and the Sound Gardens and stuff like that. And that was all sort of like, uh, um, like you were saying, you know, the the remnants or the ashes of the 80s hair band. Um, you've, you know, you've got this, this rock band, um, but now they're bringing, you know, a sort of like a, a, a lighter style or a different style to the music. And they also have kind of like gruff, like gritty vo- vocals and stuff. And so I think what what Hootie brought was more of the um, 
like they had sort of the grunge aesthetic, but they sort of toned it down to more of a um, easy listening flavor mm-hmm. um, to, to uh, a little bit more pop. So like alternative was the counterculture uh, grunge was the counterculture. And then Hootie comes along and they're like, yeah, but we can still entice the, <laughs> you know, the whatever generation that mm-hmm. they were trying to entice. <laughs> um, and I, th- I think that's why it got so popular is because it was, it was not as uh, raw and in your face as, some of the other grunge alternative, um, you know, the Smashing Pumpkins, the Stone Temple Pilots, um, those were really like, you know, hey, I'm mean and I'm angry and, you know, and, and the, the, the pop, the mainstream pop listeners, the easy listening listeners aren't going to go for that. But when mm-hmm. Hootie came along, it was just sort of like, yeah, we could we could get behind that. That's that seems wholesome. That seems friendly and and mm-hmm. nice. You know, th- this was an album I didn't have to hide from my parents, like the Nine Inch Nails <laughs> and the right. you know anything that had the F word in it. Yeah. Um, so it not was like, not like Undertow, yeah. where you <laughs> yeah. 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 throw the liner notes away. Well, <laughs> yep. You you just you just chose two uh, cited two albums my parents confiscated. Uh, 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 <laughs> um uh, the downward spiral and tool undertow and i i hit them <laughs> because i knew and then they were found and away they went uh, i actually yes. i turned i turned the uh the front cover art for nirvana nevermind around because i didn't want them to see Thank the you, little baby <laughs> <laughs> in the, in the pool. Yeah, uh, i didn't know how they would uh they would uh react to that because yeah. they were down on my sister for all the things that she was listening to but uh <laughs> no it, uh, I, th- I think that's what's going on here but what do you guys think do you think that's a fair assessment or do you think there's something I, else I, th- I think it's very fair i always um in the early days mixed up hootie and the blowfish and counting crows um obviously you know going back and listening to them now they're i i see that they're very different in a lot of ways but they kind of both had that Yes, they're alternative, but they're also more light rock and more um, more thoughtful um, yeah. in, in a lot of ways than than the grunge that was everywhere and just you know dominating everything. Um, but yeah, Dan, what do you what do you think on, so, on all of this? So I would argue um, that you know one of the things grunge had going for it is that it was fairly thoughtful, but um, yes, com- especially compared to what came before. To me, Hootie and the Blowfish is like, like they had, you mentioned the grunge aesthetic. Yeah. Like they were t-shirt and jeans, like, like, uh, not pretentious. And it's cause they were just a bunch of college dudes playing like their, 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 their folky jams. Uh, it was kind of like if you were into Dave Matthews, but like it was Ugh. a little, it was a little edgy for you. You need to like dial it back. And then, uh, then that's, that's uh, exactly where Hootie was, was, uh, was, was swimming. But, um, and I, and I chose this song, you know, not, I'm, I've been looking at this, not as do I like the song or not like the song, but rather it was huge. Why was it that huge? So, um, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't say I don't like the song, uh, at the, I, I listened back to it and I was like, you know, this is a good song. Like it's pleasant. It's enjoyable. He's got a great voice. It's almost any yes. better level in like imitatable, you know, like it's fun to, to, <laughs> to sing along. And, yeah, it's a bit of, bit of a caricature, oh, you know, <laughs> yeah, which is fun. Like, I mean, that's it's Yeah, that that, that makes it a, that makes it enjoyable to and, listen to. And that's that's the way I always sing it. I say that 
I, I want to hold my own hand. <laughs> Even though I know this, the lyric is just hold my hand, I always sing it. I want to want to hold my. <laughs> I don't know why I'm, I'm just crazy like that. It's, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I think um, I think it being more accessible, being like a little more. Um, I mean, it's it's. It has, like you said, Dave, it's a little bit like Counting Crows, even though they don't really sound that much alike because they have a little bit of that folk Americana sound. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, the the biggest thing I get from Hooting the Blowfish is like, is like feel good vibes. Like uh, we're just hanging out, having a few beers, you know, what, right. what, what, isn't it great to be alive? That's kind of like the vibe. And even Let Her Cry is like a, a feel good catharsis. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's a sad song. But like, right. you know, it's all about like feeling good in the end. And that's nice. You know, like that's that's not what grunge was about. It was not definitely not about feeling good. So in that way, no, it, was, it was definitely not. It was like a, 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 you know, a real alternative to alternative or to grunge. Um, but um, but I would say that. Um, uh, that that to you know to defend grunge, I, I would say yes. The, the whole thing with grunge is they 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 wanted it was yes it was super angsty, but they were they were they were trying to think hard and deal with issues as compared to the previous uh, the previous regime, which was all about partying and girls, 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 and stuff like that. So, um, right. but yeah, no, I I, I don't dislike the song. I, I like the song. When I listened to it again, I was like, this is nice. I would I would listen to it on the radio. I didn't put toss it up there because it's a song that I hated that was really popular, but rather because it was so popular and it is just a simple acoustic strum along, you know. It's just yeah. done really and, well. And I, I think that is ultimately the reason why it was so successful. It was because it was that, that very tangible, um, anyone could listen to it without, you know, without having the loud blaring guitars of grunge and, you know, the, the muddy, um, vocals and all that stuff. You, everything was sung clearly. Everything was, you could sing along with it easily. Um, yeah, it was just, it was good pop alternative you know just well written i i I, that's why my opinion and i like it i think it's a great song though i do think um let her cry is the better the the best on that album well don't forget about i want uh what's only want to be with you that's the other one only want to be with you <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one. See, that, that's how you that's how you uh, remember these songs. You, you have to sing them yeah. in, in his in his weird. Uh, uh, he's got a great voice. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to insult his oh, voice. Absolutely, but absolutely. Like Eddie Vedder, it's a lot of fun. Or Scott Stapp, um, it's it's a lot of fun. Or <laughs> or uh, or uh, Chad Kroger, as I remember from a karaoke bar in oh, Tucson. Is that what he's doing now? <laughs> 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 maybe yeah. maybe maybe i was thinking of a six a giant six foot eight uh person belting out uh the uh the theme song from spider-man 2 but you know uh, <laughs> that might be what chad kroger's doing i would like to chad think kroger. that the world has spoken and that's what he's doing but probably Isn't not. chad kroger also six foot eight nobody likes him <laughs> yes like six foot eight people everyone stays away <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> all, right, all right so next uh next week we're doing uh we're doing the bloodhound gang their oh. song mm. the bad oh, yeah, touch right. 
<laughs> yes. So well, let's get let's get, we'll get to that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll oh, Gonads will not be in strife uh, at that time. Yikes. Okay. Right. <laughs> I caught it on audio. <laughs> 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 <laughs>